Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. It is officially November. We are past daylight savings. And do you know what that means? Seasonal depression. I feel like I am in the thick of it already. I think every year it gets more and more difficult to just even come into the season knowing that this will be my life for six months. And so I don't know. I just want to talk about it today. I know I talk about it often during this time of the year and I've got prior episodes about it, but you know, you learn new things as you go. And I just want to share those things with you and just let you know that you are not alone. If you are like me and suffer from seasonal affect disorder or seasonal depression, You probably are also already struggling, depending where you live, I guess. Like here in Minnesota, we've already had an incredible lack of sunshine, and it is very much affecting who I am. I also have a unique situation this fall in that I recently found out that I have arthritis in my ankle and my foot, as well as tendonitis, pretty bad all around my ankle. And so... With that, knowing that I was going to have to take some days to rest, like legit rest, not just like do yoga or anything, like like don't move your body, I decided to also have a cyst removed from my hand. And with both of those things, I kind of felt like a hot mess. Feels good to have that cyst out of my hand, although I'm still stuck with the stitches for a little bit, so I've been very limited on my movement. But I had given myself permission, which is really hard to do as an Enneagram 3 or an Achiever, to actually rest. I've been on a couple walks, nothing crazy fast or crazy long, but other than that, I am truly just resting until I get these stitches out and then I'm going to decide from there how I'm going to be moving my body. The importance of moving my body while I'm dealing with seasonal depression is incredibly important. And so I think there was just that additional anxiety around this situation, which is out of my control. And that's part of it too, is I'm a, I shouldn't say I'm a control freak. That's not a nice thing to say. I like to have control. I just do. And when things feel out of control, it sucks. And also when I have to ask for help. Not my favorite thing. Anyway, there was additional anxiety building up to winter coming in this year. And I know we're officially not in winter, but in Minnesota we've had winterish weather. We've had some snow. It's gone again, but We've had, you know, 20s and 30s, 40s, uh, got to 51 day recently, but it's cold. It is officially cold season. And so, I don't know, I'm just going to share some things that I have been doing to help battle my seasonal depression. 
that I've maybe shared before, but also some new things that I've started this year. And just to give you permission to let you know, like, it's okay to not be okay. And I have to give myself that permission too, because I still want to show up for all the things and all the people, even when not okay. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to admit that you need help. It's okay to admit that you're not okay. Already November 7th and here we are. I'm crying because depression sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I dropped my daughter off at therapy today and went back out to my vehicle and proceeded to call my therapy clinic to make an appointment for myself. So let me just encourage you with that, that if you're not in therapy and you deal with seasonal affect disorder, please do. (laughs) Please make it happen. I actually have been doing virtual therapy with my therapist off and on for the past year and a half, maybe, I think. And I don't see her during the summer. (laughs) I'm awesome in the summer. I'm doing great. Like, and even on the things that stress me out or make me feel anxious, like my mental health is pretty good otherwise and so I'm able to manage it not so great in the winter and so just looking at where I'm at already I'm like okay let's get this started I'm coming back to therapy we're gonna go through all the things and like I can give you this checklist and my therapist has given me this checklist and I'm telling you that it's not magic okay so let's actually just start off with that the ideas that I'm gonna give you including calling for therapy they're not magic and you're not going to feel 100% better. (laughs) You're not going to feel like quote unquote normal as you would during the summer. But these are the things that just get you by, that they get me by to push on, to just make it to spring. So therapy and asking for help. I know that's not an easy thing to do, and I have had to learn that over the past couple weeks with only having use of one of hands last week, and and even into this week, there are some things that I can't do, even though it feels pretty good. The stitches are still there, so I still can't get it wet, and it means I can't do dishes, and and anyway, it's still asking for help, and that's not an easy thing to do as a mom because we just want to do it all. We want to be able to be all the things for all the people, and especially if we are people pleasers asking for help can feel incredibly hard and yet so freeing my husband this past weekend we got together with some college friends and we were on the way home and it was like supper time and I don't always meal plan for the weekends because he's home and he likes to cook and so a lot of times I'll give him that freedom but he was like what do you want what do you want what are you in the mood for and I was like to not decide what we're having for dinner and he was like got it and he took charge and he did it. And I'm the one who typically does you know, the full meal plan. I cook most of the time during the week. And so I feel like asking him for help with those on the weekend has been nice for me to kind of just feel like, I just need to walk away from cooking. I don't love cooking. You do. So like, please take it over if you can. So asking for help. Sad light. Get a sad light if you're happy light. If you don't have a happy light. I'm going to link one in the show notes. This is the one that I bought for myself to have at my office at work. I have a different one for at home that I had gotten from a medical supply store when I first got diagnosed with seasonal depression and insurance covered it. It was way too expensive for me to share with you 
a link or anything for that. I don't know if I know if I can find the exact one. Anyway, the one I'm sharing with you in the comments or in the um, the show notes works great. And it's just a small little thing. It's actually really nice to have in the office because it isn't so huge. Uh, but do this as much as you can. It is you can read more on using a sad light or a happy light and what it does for your brain, but it basically triggers your brain to think it's sunshine. There's obviously a lack of sunshine and vitamin D in the summer or the winter. And so make sure that you are taking a vitamin D supplement, especially if you live in the north. We are all vitamin D deficient. I can't say that as a medical person. I'm just saying everything I read about vitamin D shares that up here in the north, we just don't get the same sunshine. Therefore, we just don't get the same vitamin D that we need and that we get during the summer. So take a vitamin D supplement. You can talk to your doctor about that. Little bits of self-care are a big deal. So does that mean moving your body? Does it mean dressing in an outfit that makes you feel good? I know a lot of times when I'm feeling low, I just want to put on leggings and a sweatshirt because I want to be cozy. But at the same time, that's not always what I need. Sometimes I do just need to be cozy and sometimes I need to tell myself to put on some jeans and a shirt that makes me feel good because it does boost your mood. Do your hair, put on makeup, whatever you got to do to boost your mood. Uh, Drinking water. Connecting. Connecting is a big form of self-care, especially during those seasons of depression. Connecting with other people who understand you. Connecting with friends, even just like a simple text every day to somebody asking how they're doing. When we serve other people, it fills our cup and that's not why we do it, but it's just one of those beautiful things that can really help us to get outside of our own brain, to distract our brain, and to love on other people. So that might simply be like delivering a coffee to somebody. It might simply be a text of how are you, how can I pray for you today, and just getting outside of our own self can be incredibly caring for our own self, which seems counterintuitive, but it just, it works that way. Another thing is to move your body, and I (laughs) am struggling with that one right now because of my situation, Uh, but I even went for a small walk today and going for one the other day just reminded me of how much of a mood booster walking can be. It doesn't have to be this extreme workout, people. I'm telling you, like, find a 10-minute YouTube video. Find a place in your house where you can just stretch and do some deep breathing. Get outside and walk for 10 minutes during your lunch break. Literally 10 minutes. Can you find 10 minutes in your day to do something for your body, some sort of movement? I feel so much better when I can move my body every single day. And because I can't, like just those days that I can, I'm extra grateful for that little bit of mood boost. And there's, you know, there's science behind it. Don't ask me the science behind it, but there is. Like truly moving your body isn't just good for your physical health and for your physical body. It is so good for your mental body. Find yourself an accountability buddy. I have a friend who, she's been my accountability buddy for years. You've heard me talk about her before, but... 
last week she was texting me and she has a goal to get outside every single day this winter unless it's like crazy blizzard or whatever and I've checked in with her a little bit she's checked in with me a little bit and having those people that you can tell it tell your goal to that will hold you accountable is so so good uh, for you and so maybe find somebody who either will hold you accountable or is kind of in that same boat as you and wants to start moving but they don't really know how and just commit to 10 minutes a day do it three times a week and you will notice how much that boosts your mood and just helps you to feel better physically and mentally and like I said drinking water and feeling your body like all those things are important too um what else what else what else getting outside get outside when you can even if it's cold it will be better I think when the snow does come and I don't love to say that but at the same time all there is right now outside is to walk when the snow comes you get to play in the snow with your kids you can go sledding you can build snowmen you can snowshoe whatever that looks like for you um it allows just some more ways to get outside and and move but maybe you need to do yard work yet do you have leaves in your yard you need to rake or weeds you need to pull like that's good body movement too a couple things that sound incredibly first world (laughs) that have been just clutch for me is having a vehicle with heated seats a heated steering wheel and having my heated vest I I sound like an entitled hoo-ha right now so sorry about that but seriously that has been such a blessing if nothing else my heated vest I have been living in it since it's gotten cold like if you follow me on Instagram you probably just see me in it every day at some point because I'm always cold and having my heated vest so I'll link it in the show notes as well but the one that I have has a heater in the top back like the inside of the top back area so right below my neck and then it's heated in both pockets as well so like when I went for a walk today I wore my heated vest and my coat and hat and mittens and I kept my zip, my coat unzipped but I stuck my hands in my pocket and so they stayed a little bit warmer I did the same thing on Halloween night because it was pretty cold here I wore my winter coat with my heated vest underneath It just makes it a little bit more tolerable. Now, I did buy like a name brand essentially of the heated vest. And by me, I mean my husband. He got it for me as a Christmas gift last year. So that's an idea, Christmas gift. Otherwise, uh, when he was researching at the time, the kind that I have had an incredible battery life compared to the other ones. So I'm not sure. There might be another brand out there that might be a little bit cheaper that has the same kind of battery life I don't know just do your research if you want I like the one I have it lasts me for almost a full day depending on how uh, warm I have it because it has three setting levels and so if I have it on the warmest level it does not last all day (laughs) Uh, but that actually gets pretty warm so a lot of times I will have it on the medium or low heat and then I'll charge it around I don't know dinner time roughly for a little bit longer just to have it last me through the night depending on what I have going on but I have loved having a heated vest. Um, and then, of course, I am counting down to our trip to southern Texas in February, which will be such a great break. Having things to look forward to this winter, whether it's a warm trip or not. 
my cousins and I are getting together this upcoming weekend. Really looking forward to that. We're also getting together again in early February and we're getting together at a casino just to do something different and they have a hotel and it's like a resort or whatever entertainment and there's a pool area and so we're just doing something a little bit different so having things to look forward to also really just kind of helps you okay I just I gotta get to this right I gotta get to this something I just remembered that my therapist told me last year was to put greens in your house so outside is just dead right we lack green and if you're like me You can't keep a plant alive for the life of you. Like last year, I think it was last year, my bestie gave me this whatever cute little plant it was in a cute little pot and she brought it to me and she said, this is a whatever and it is literally the most easy plant to take care of. You cannot kill it. Guess what I did? I killed that sucker because I don't know what I'm doing. I also maybe just don't have like the passion and the care as much. But I did what I was supposed to and it still died. However, there's plenty of fake green to be had. So my goal is over this winter, I'm not going to just go drop 200 bucks on fake plants for my house. Because, you know, it's Christmas time and here we are spending all of our stupid money on Christmas presents. But I am going to gradually buy some greens to fill up in my house. And by greens, I mean fake greens. And then occasionally buy myself flowers because why not? She thought that that might be helpful with kind of bringing that life into the house. I don't, I'm not an interior decorator. If you've ever seen the inside of my house, you know, like I don't, it's just not my passion either to have like the cutest everything in my house. And so I think adding some of those greens can just really help boost that mood as well. And lastly, just in this moment that I can think of, make sure to follow me on Instagram because then I'll be talking about this a lot this winter, is to pray. Lean on your prayer and your gratitude. I cannot stress enough how important it is to really just focus on what God is giving you and not what he, what you feel is lacking. And so today I've just really been trying to focus on those, those things of gratitude. And it takes a lot of brain power some days to just shift and not get sucked into the whole of despair. <laughs> and uh, so really just as you go about your day, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Uh, saying little prayers. I know sometimes when I just like don't know how to pray because sometimes you just feel so like ugh, that words seem hard. And so you need to just fall back on the Lord's prayer. Or for me, I've been falling back a lot on the rosary and just Asking God to hear the intentions in my heart, offering my day to him, and knowing that he uses it all for good. We can use our suffering to unite ourselves to him, to his son on the cross. And so, I don't know, just remembering that God's got you and that you will make it through this. And I know depression sucks and mental health sucks sometimes. And so... I don't know. I hope some of this stuff helps you and just know you're not alone and that there are going to be days where you're not okay and it's okay to admit that. And there are going to be days where you're like, heck yeah, let's go, seasonal depression. Seasonal depression, I got this. And there are going to be days in between. And it's okay to ask for help 
it is okay to take care of yourself and let your kids sit in front of the TV for an extra 10 minutes so you can move your body or an extra half hour so you can just breathe. You've got this, Mama. We've got this. Let's pray ourselves through this season. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.